0: One thirty-seven p.m. is proud to launch a new three-part podcast series, Cannabis State of the Union. I'm Rama Mayo, cannabis industry expert and co-founder of Hall of Flowers and Green Street. Cannabis State of the Union is a deep dive into the past, present, and future of the cannabis industry. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy the rest of your podcast and thank you for being part of the One Thirty-Seven p.m. community. On this week's episode, we talked to my guy Lil' Woe about the ins and outs of the music industry and producer management. Let's go. This is 37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports. So where are you at right now?
1: I'm in Atlanta. I'm at the house right now, chilling, getting ready for a session tonight, so... I'm just chilling till the end. Just got off of Call of Duty not too long ago. Okay.
0: That's your game of choice?
1: Yeah. Uh, that and 2K. You know, I, some of my clients be on there. They do their little Twitch and their game and stuff. So, yeah, that's what we do on our little fun time. And, and then me and Rico will go probably hit the park on the weekend and go hoop. Well, you know, actually, he has a, a basketball court in his backyard now. So, like me, him, steve Dan, Lucas, we'll probably go out there and go hoop like on Sundays or whatnot just to release some tension and energy.
0: Man, that's a, that's a good group of people right there.
1: Yeah, you know, try to try to keep our cardio in. You know, we got to all stay young, stay healthy, and act like we're 21 still.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that. Um, all right, yeah, I see you with the Atlanta Braves outfit on, the hat and the jersey. Yes,
1: yeah, sir. It's 4-4 weekend, so, you know, we turn up all Easter weekend out here, so, you know, it's going to be lit. Then we got the Braves home opener. We had a good season last year, so, you know, I had to represent for the home team
0: crazy well yo i wanted to start there actually man i want to talk about atlanta you know like when i go to the city i i touch base with you you know we meet up but like you know as far as the music industry goes you're someone that touches a lot of parts right and so i want to like how do you view the city and like and like how do you navigate the scene you know what i'm saying like like on your weekly monthly ways around like like who are you touching base with or like how do you how do you like stay up on what's going on in Atlanta?
1: Um I'm always in the studio and you know like most of my friends, you know, like they manage, you know, producers and artists, you know, and of course like a lot of producers and artists put us mm-hmm. on the next one, who's up next or whatnot. And just me being with Rico a lot and you know he consults for a couple of labels and then me being at Doppler, going to Loud House, going to Astros with Tasha, Mexico, Dro, Quay, Sonny, just being around in the loop. You know, I, it's, it's just, there, it's, it's, it's always something going on. It's always some kind of action. It's always, you know, a producer or artist going to bring, yo, look, check my partner up. He's next. Or he came from Houston, and check him out. He got a partner. He kind of lit on the ground and this, that, and the other. And it's always, like, coming from good people, I always just listen and see what they got going on. Like, chase Chase the Money just put me on, like, Like, his real deal nephews and cousins, you know what I'm saying? They produced it, and it's already like, that's his real deal family. So it's like, we all in the studio, he's like, yo, I'm about to turn them up, bro. Like, I'm going to use my connects, what I got going on to turn up my family. Look, you want to be a part of this or or not? I listen to the, you know, listen to what they got going on. This sounds pretty good. I always stay in the loop. Then it's like, you know, the one unique thing about Atlanta is that we all somewhat hang out and talk to each other, and we don't really hide what's going on, you know what I'm saying? And it's always like, like Lucas would be like, Hey, look, I got a lot going on over here, but I have this artist or I have this producer on this side, I'm gonna help you out, or you can help me out with this, and we can, you know, just put ideas together to get this one person going. So it's always like a relationship like that where one of us will put each other on. And we just keep it moving from there. It's almost like we're in the city and it's a lot of money floating around. And it's like, it's no point for me to have all the money and all the fun by myself. So look, I'm going to put this person on and help them up. And like, yo, we could all have money together. So yeah. like the scene in Atlanta and what was really helping us out and that helped out during the pandemic, we never shut down for real.
0: Yeah, was
1: Yeah, it was like, so everybody, it was like, from the club scene to just hanging out around the city. And like our studio, like the main studios, like Patchwork closed down and then like, they were seeing the other studios still open, but at limited capacity. So they opened up and then, you know, one studio, you, you know how it is out here. It's like, they never follow rules. So it's like, if the studio be like, hey, you can only bring three people, guess what that three people is going to turn into? It's going to turn into <laughs> the 16 other people. And it's like, how can you really stop? And it's like, you know what? y'all just stay in this one little area, kind of be quiet, don't be on IG, and, you know, let it go by. So and it's like once one person found out about it, then you have all the artists from, like, you know, Travis was coming out here doing things. You know, like, everybody, like, New York came down here, L.A. came down here, and it's like, of course you know about New York, everything shut down out there. And New Yorkers got tired of being confined to their one small little apartment. So guess what they did? They came down here to Atlanta, and it's like, well, hold on, like I, what you guys pay like 4000 a month for like an 800-square-foot one-bedroom apartment. So a lot of people started moving out here and just utilizing a lot of our tools. And it's like we took them in with open arms. and They they brought down a little bit of their flavor, and it, we just kept the same music scene going.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen it, man. And, you know, I know that like how you mentioned, you know, people always help each other out and talk about what they have going on and connect the dots without too many strings attached so you know even when uh fresco trey came to town you pulled up to studio when i introduced y'all and i know you guys you actually put together some good music that i know a lot of people are excited about he's about to sign a deal so
1: yeah he's actually really talented too and that's that's the thing it's like he has his own style his own flow and you know one thing i like about him in which I'm starting to really see the music scene going towards, he's not talking about shooting, killing, and selling drugs. You know what I'm saying? It's like he took a beat, and he told a story on the beat while singing, rapping the story. And it's yeah. like he used a dope melody, and it's like, okay, this is creative. You know what I'm saying? It's like like Rod Wave, he's doing pain music. And it's like it's a relief to me because it's like it's not clout. So they're not just on the internet doing like all kind of goofy stuff. And it's like, it's, it's, it's it almost feel like real music is coming back and it's feel good music. It, it it has substance. It's putting like, you know, like a little, it's like, it touches you. You know what I'm saying? It's so the sense.
0: I agree. You know? man, I, I completely agree. You know, people hit me all day long, PR agents and different people. They, they send me music all the time and, I mean, I, I agree with everything you said. You know, it's it's cool to hear a fresh fresh perspective and hear someone like telling stories right now. Like that is something I look for, you know.
1: Right, and is and like Fresco, he's new, so it's like he's coming to. And he know you know one thing about him, bro. That I really didn't tell you. He know how to use it. He know how he does what Future does. He know how to use his voice. Is It's like use it almost like an instrument for saying words with it. And it's like you know he puts you can almost hear like the melody in the voice, but he's putting like words behind it. It's like. OK, it's kind of good. you know what I'm saying? And it's really going, especially with the type of beats that he's, that, that he's picking. It's almost like it's not it's not too trap, but it's still almost trap. But it has the, the melodic trap. That's, that's what I call it. This episode of 137 FM is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. Listen, no one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your print is running low and knows when to send you new cartridges. So you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50 percent. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your print is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com. Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com slash instantink137fm. That's hp.com slash instantink137fm. Conditions apply. It's like, yeah, he really, yeah, he really can have it like, uh, a crazy career, especially coming out of the pandemic. Like, and there's yeah. a lot of people that actually did good coming out of the pandemic too. So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah For everyone listening, that's Fresco Trey, F R E S C O T R E Y, on Instagram, TikTok, wherever. But yeah, you heard it first. Me and Woe, we're co-signing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dope. And um, it's been a lot of dope music coming out of the pandemic too. Like I said, it's like um i know a lot of people is is, it might cause a little controversy but i really was getting drained with the clout artists and i'm not going to name names but like just the the guys that got on instagram trolled and put like a halfway decent song and they started doing all the goofy stuff like trying to pick fights with people and you know the song would just be okay but they was so big uh, it's like it's like Pretty much like the Shade Room, you know what I'm saying? You go to Shade Room just for the drama, just to see, okay, who's together, who broke up, who's doing this and who's doing that. And it's like, when you got to the artist standpoint, when they was doing the same thing, it got draining because it's like, the music wasn't talking about anything. Yeah. It, it, it I liked it a little bit because it put more shine on the producer because it's like, okay, well, this kid's doing this and he's the troll and he's got to put the beat kind of sound fire, but I wish another person would be on the beat. Pandemic hit. A lot of the clout guys stopped. They wasn't on the Internet trolling as much. And you had the real artists that can really put together songs and make a song pop. And it sounds good that you could actually get in your car and listen to. But we were sitting at home and it's like it is nothing else to do. You watch so much. You can watch only so much Netflix. So. You know, you're in that home, if you got kids, you got to clean up, turn on Spotify, Apple Music, listen to some music, and you start hearing lyrics, and you're like, oh, wow, this is actually, you know what? He's saying something, and it's, it's put together on the beat that X, Y, and Z used, but I didn't like what they were saying on the beat, but this person got in and actually put some words to the beat and made a beautiful song, and that's what the pandemic did for, like, I could just name some guys that really popped off in the in the pandemic with Mulatto. Like, she went crazy. She used her Southern Flow on you know like southern beats and and just shot all kind of dope videos and she plushed you know so um who else um it's it, I can't just off the top of my head but I know just like the female movement is a I can't lie she's
0: killing it um yes I mean someone else who really killed it over the last twelve months is Jack Harlow you know
1: oh I can't lie Jack really killed it. Like Jack, he's another one. You know what I'm saying? He put he he puts dope songs together and and like feel good. He has a song, I don't know the name of it right now. It just made me want to go to the skate ring. It had like that old Sierra flow, uh, almost sound like Jazzy Faye could have been doing the beat or doing something, and just like that feel good song. Like, yeah, Jack, Jack Generation now, but generation they killed it with Jack. I, I can't lie.
0: Jack they really they really did, man. But you're right, like the pandemic it birthed a couple artists that I can't think of off top either. But, like, it, it's been an interesting year, man. And what you said about the producers, I was, that's what I want to talk to you about. It's, like, producer management and working with Mexico Dro and a handful of other people that I have a lot of respect for. But let's talk about Dro. Like, what's it like working with Dro and, like, what do you guys have going on?
1: It's entertaining. It's fun, you know? Like, it's never a dull moment with Dro. Like, I literally just got off a of Call of Duty with him, but it's never a dull moment with him. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like... You know, like, it, one day he can wanna rap, and one day he be like, yo, bro, just book me out a, a, a week full of studio, and I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna make beats and kill it. And he'll just sit there, and he just make beats, and you know, he does what he does, and then guess what, he's going to the block, which is I don't really care for, it, but that's his thing. And it's like, he keeps me on my toes, because you know, like, you know, it, he can easily get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I, I got I almost got to take him like my little brother. And be like, "Hey, bro, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? Where you at?" Because i like, it, it's like easy for him to get in trouble. But when he's in the studio, he's very focused. He he puts together. You know, he created the plug sound. He puts together his beats, his melody kits, and he also he started taking loops and he started doing loops to create a new sound with the plugs. And he gives me the beats because he really doesn't like just sitting on a laptop just sending out beats, but he will, if artists uh, hit him up and ask him, he'll sit up there and put it back together and get it. But I'll put it together. I sent it to Drake people. You know, they he got the uh, from Florida with Love with Drake this summer. You know, Um I believe, um like, well, I, I'm not going to name drop that, but he's been talking to a lot of people that he's worked with in the past. And, you know, they're about to get back in the studio and start working. And he's just, like, finding, like, n- little new kids, like, out of France and Australia. And they've been using the plug sound over there. So he's been doing that. But other than that, it's like, outside of the music like he's a gamer too like we literally just got off of call of duty together so it's like i know if i'm on the game with him i know he's staying out of trouble but it's like it's interesting working with Drew. it's it's entertaining and a lot of people don't know out, like just being around him he's actually funny
0: oh okay yeah, yeah.
1: he's like a producer that kind of almost moved like a real street rapper you know what i'm saying like He'll pull up, and I have to stop him sometime. He'll probably pull up to the studio with 30 of his homeboys. I'm like, oh, bro. Nah, nah. Come on, bro. <laughs> we can't do that. <laughs> you know what You're producing. But like, Come on, bro. I got to bring the block with me. I'm like, nah, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just that as- aspect of it, it's just like, it's just, it's fun to me. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, a lot of people at first, they didn't believe in him because they thought he was, like, just hothead and trouble, but it's like he's a diamond in the rough it's like if you like pay attention to him you know what i'm saying see where his knees at and what he needs to be done It's like if you could figure out a way to do that you know like he works and he goes crazy you know what
0: i'm saying yeah i mean i'd say he's a musical genius you know what i mean like yeah he is. He, he knows what's up and if, if you listen to the way he makes beats and the way he makes music it's like i never even met him but if i met him i'd shake his hand and be like damn bro i've been a fan you know what i mean
1: yeah 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 and you know, like my other guys, like Tasha Couture, she's another one. And it's, it's like everybody that I manage, you know, like, and of course you're, you're in the same lane. It's like they all, they, they make beats and they all kill their lane, but they all move different. Like Tasha, Tasha is like just, hey, I'm seeing you, she really does everything on her own. She 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 just put together like her own um writers camp. She did all the beats. She had, like, dope writers come through, put songs and concepts together. She sent them out to artists. She makes beats. She makes sure her placements are set. She just tells me and Rico, be like, oh, here, here you go. Here's, here's some paperwork. Go ahead and, you know, make sure this is taken care of and I get paid for this. You know, I have a guy out there in New York with Fresco. He used uh, one of his beats, Beat Genius. He, he's the same way. Beat Genius, he does, like, he does everything. He could do the trap. He does R&B he does everything, and he just sends out dope beats. And, you know, I've been working with Chase the Money, too, and you just know his sound. It's like, you know, bro, like, here you go. He go to work, like, let's get it out. And plus, you know, all these guys, they're known, so it's the good thing about them, like, they can get in anybody's DM and hit them and pretty much get a placement. It's just like me, you know, keeping the relationships going, making sure the paperwork um is legit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, man. It's like it's like uh it's a real team, you know what I mean? People don't understand producer management is a real team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
1: yeah, and yeah, that's like shout out to my team too. Like I work a lot with Rico. Of course, I do a lot with String Cut and um um Lucas and Quinn. And they have a uh they just started their publishing company called Lush, which you know, Lucas, he does uh TNT and Taj Money you know, and of course, you know, TNT's going crazy with like all the Rod Ways play. I think they did like 12 out of 19 out of Rod's new project. You know, they always do young boy stuff. And, you know, you would think that they would be like the type of people that'd be like, nah, like my guy's lit. I'm not, I don't want to work with nobody else. Like we got our own team, but he actually calls and be like, hey, yo, look, bro. Like, can you have such such pull up or can you have Joe pull up, Tasha pull up or someone pull up to the studio Come, you know, collab with TNT, you know what I'm saying? We can see what kind of placements we can get out of that. And It's like to be honest, bro, it's it's a blessing. Um, we go loop guy, you know, he he takes in loops and it's like nobody tries to, you know, really high money. So, like that's where we've been able to have a lot of success because it's it's been so um easy just to work with guys that already have motion and they'll they'll take in somebody like if you have the talent there they'll take in somebody, at least put in consideration, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, look, I'm going to put some drums, or I'm going um, to put the loop on your drums, and we can sit up there and place it. Let's split it 50-50 so we don't argue about anything. You know what I'm saying? I know I've been in situations, and a lot of my guys been in situations where they actually took loops in from people that they don't know, and, you know, like, a lot of my guys actually place it, and then, you know, loop person comes in and talking about, hey, they want, they want uh, 80 40 split and they did i'm like oh bro really you know <laughs> like, i just dealt with a situation like that and it's like the money it, you know it the money wasn't even that much as far as the advance and you know like he wanted this this much on the advance and i'm like bro it doesn't work like that And he was like well i, I deserve more money because i did more in the melon. i'm like you know what i'll tell you what I'm a, I'm a slick, give you what you want, but not everything what you want, but you'll never, like, I'm not going to deal with you again ever in life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and like, I'm not going to use names, but it's like, you could, like, it's easy to blow a relationship and I hate dealing with people like that because, like, I feel like, you know, the people that I'm around, like, like I said, Rico, Lucas, Quinn, Steve-O, Dan, I feel like, you know, just dealing with it. All of these guys are in the music industry and have been here for a while. So it's like when somebody new come in and I'm kind of trying to guide them the ropes, but it's like when they see a little bit of money and leverage come in, it's like they wanna, nah, 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 and this is your first, like one of your first or your second placements and you act like that, I'm like, come on, bro. Like, what are we doing? It's like, well, I'm like, what you wanna do? I'm like, let's split everything down the middle. You know what I'm saying? And we can keep a working relation going. Like, I feel like I don't care about the one-time placement and trying to get this big advance and go, because I'm like, you're going to blow that money anyway. But I'm like, let's split everything down the middle, and let's go get some more. You know what I'm saying? That's how we've been able to have success with like our circle of people to come around, even come around with you. Like I, I would never make anything hard for you, because it's like, I wouldn't want to blow a relationship over a couple of dollars.
0: No, no. To
1: be, to be honest, I'm not even going to lie, I wouldn't even want to blow... A relationship with you over a million dollars. I'll still rather split the money because I'm like, you know what? It's no telling we got this million together, we're going to be able to get three, four, and five, six million dollars. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think a lot of people see that. I think some people end up seeing they kill themselves in the situation because they'll see that money right then. And you know, like we've been working in music for a long time, and you know, it takes a long it takes hard work dedication and a little steam to even get a little buzz going so when you do see a 10,000 dollar placement come in you're like man I need eight cuz I need to pay these bills right here ooh, ooh, ooh. and I don't want I don't want to split the five but I'm like bro you know I don't care if you get 5 10 15 20 that money is going to go the same if you don't you know budget and spend it right you yeah. know what I'm saying I could tell when somebody is just too caught up in greed of money and not the, the the developing relationships. It's like me and you, come on, Mike, we've been knowing each other for years off a of work relationship. And you know, you come down here, I'm always going to hit you. I come to New York, you always, I'm, you know, I'm always hit you, vice versa. We're going to go out to eat, top it off, do something fun. Then we're going to talk about, you know, some work stuff, not make it too complicated, but make it comfortable enough to talk and we're going to keep it moving. You know
0: what yeah. I'm saying? Most important thing is keeping it moving. And obviously, like for anyone listening, the people who, give you a hard time that you mentioned without mentioning any names? They're probably new to the scene, right?
1: Right. And You know, like, and I was new to the scene. Bro, I kid you not. I'm going to tell you, and, and a lot of people don't know this, but I'm going to tell everybody now. I remember when I was doing music, bro. Like, I just had moved. To, I was going to school in Montgomery, Alabama. I moved back home to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? I started, you know, like, working working with Rico, going on the road with, uh, with Q. And a lot of people didn't know I would get off the road with him. I used to work at the airport, bro. You know what I was doing at the airport? I Put was in. cleaning airplanes, bro. I was cleaning airplanes. I hated that job. They would pay me like $9, $9 to $10 an hour. But it's like, you know, like I had to find a way into music. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I had to do two things to get it done. So like, you know, like the music check, as you know, a lot, like they're not big when you get there and you don't know when they're going to come. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we have a regular nine to five where we're getting paid weekly or biweekly. So when I would get a check and you know, be like, sometimes I would go on the road, I'll probably only come home with $150, $200. You know what I'm saying? Can't really do nothing with that. So it's like, I had to go to work. So i would probably come home from driving from Orlando or Tampa, go straight to work. Go work 40 hours a week, get that check every two weeks, I think, and and mix it with my music check until I gain leverage where I was able to quit that job. Because I'm like, okay, I can do music full time because I can make the same amount of money I was making at my job here. But I wanted to make it where I know I could consistently get checks because, you know, you can go months doing like managing producers. You can go months without getting a dollar.
0: Yeah, 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 it's true.
1: And then one month, you know, like, like, you know, every quarter a royalty statement come in. You can live off of that or you can sign a pub deal or whatnot and you get your commission off of that. But even that, as a manager, we still only get in between 10, 15 or 20 percent if you're lucky. Yeah. You know. And so if an artist makes a million dollars and you're getting 10 percent, that's one hundred thousand. And we don't know when the next time he's going to get a million dollars because guess what he has to do with that million? He has to recoup it somehow. You know what I'm saying? So you got to rely off getting him placements to get a commission out the advance, which, if, you know, if you want a good commission, you better hope that you're getting a lot of placements with, like, Drake, or, uh, uh, Travis Scott, or, or T- uh, not TNT, but Rod Wave, and you consistently getting those, which they don't even put out albums like that. So, you know, you just got to make a way. That's why it's, like, you got to just find your way. And that's what I always try to tell new people in the industry. I'm like, yo, once you get a leg up, feel good you know what i'm saying like you made a couple of dollars off the music keep it going instead of like trying to get the whole thing because you need to survive and be greedy that's what kills a lot of the new kids coming in here greed
0: that's true man it's it's a it's a it's a tough game man it's not for it's not for everyone and there's i don't know i mean what you said is really real you know i was guessing because I didn't know what you did at the airport, but I was guessing you like put bags on the plane or I, I just know yeah, bro, so, so many people in Atlanta do that type of stuff because Atlanta's airport is humongous. Yes.
1: Yeah, so look, it's so people don't realize planes have to get washed. You know, like this is flying it's it's all kind of pollution in the air. So planes get dirty. So I think they they wash planes like every two to three months to get the dirt because it could build up so much like just look like how you drive on the highway with your car and your car gets tarred the bottom of it from the highway. It's like something in the air and the plane gets tarred and it becomes, the plane gets weighted. So we had to have this solution. It looked like a mop. I would dip the uh, mop head in the solution, throw it on the plane and scrub it. And I'm talking about you did that for eight hours and I did it overnight. It was like, I had to go to work at like 10 p.m. And I got off at like five in the morning. You know what I'm saying? And then like, if it was too cold outside, they'd be like, hey, um, the girl, the, like they had the female crew, they would clean the inside of the airplane, you know, wipe everything down, collect the trash, you know, this, that, and other. The guys would be outside cleaning outside the plane. And I like, yeah, it's, it's, I didn't even know that job existed, but it was like I needed a job when I moved back home from college. I couldn't just sit at home at my parents' house and I, and I had a daughter and not make any money. So I had to do something because it's like, all right, you're going on a, you know, like. Everybody in the world thinks just because you go on the road with an artist, everybody's making money. And that's not that's it's definitely not the fact. You know what I'm saying? And even like I said, it's hard enough for managers to get paid. So a guy that's driving or, you know what I'm saying, hype man, pretty much is not going to get paid anything unless you're the artist's best friend. But even back then, when I started, you know, we're talking about 2009, 2008, you know, like. Bro, in the Chitlin' Market, bro, artist was only getting ah, what five, six thousand dollars a show. Even though they do do shows like say, Friday, that, and
0: the headliner too, right?
1: What? Yeah, like now, bro, I can't see an artist complaining right now, bro. Especially since you know festivals popped off. You got Coachella, you have uh, Rolling Loud. Bro, those guys give an artist with one song twenty five to thirty thousand dollars for a set and they can really like, perform like one two or three songs
0: you know yeah, they and don't and like and like brand brand shows like a Red Bull show or something you know what I mean Man, what those yeah, are Super Bowl oh. came
1: to Atlanta <laughs> bro Super Bowl came to Atlanta d- like producer that DJs these artists bro like Nike and Red Bull and Coca no it's was Pepsi Pepsi was sponsored Man, they, they would give, they, I'm, bro, they'll give you a 30-minute DJ set, and they was like, hey, we got a $50,000 budget for X, Y, and Z. What? 30 minutes? Bro, let's run it. And you, you know, the Super Bowl was out here that whole week. I think it was like 2018 or 2019, um, 2018 in Atlanta. Bro, they were just running. So it's like the money, even now for producers, I think the money is generous. Especially yeah. since now you have, you collect money from all the DSPs. You collect money from YouTube. You know what I'm saying? You collect, you know, your mechanical and math, anything. Man, producers can actually make just as much money as an artist. You know what I'm saying? Producers, you know, like, like bro, Rico worked with Metro, and I helped Rico out a lot with Metro. Turn, Metro, just from a regular, he was doing DJ sets. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I
0: remember he, that.
1: Yeah, he was doing DJ sets, and I'm, he got paid for those DJ sets. They paid him. They didn't pay him, which I felt like it's a dirty game. But I'm like, like you know, I had to sit down and tell him one time, I'm like, yo, bro, like, yes, yeah, it's a dirty game. But just see this as a blessing. We don't have to sit up here and not knocking anybody's job. But we really don't have to sit up here and throw boxes on the back of a, a FedEx or a UPS truck. I said, you're a yearly salary for 60 60 minutes compared to what somebody has to wait a whole year to get. Yeah, bro, you're right. Let's go out here and do it. You know what I'm saying? Even though I feel like he should actually be making the same thing, Skrillex or a trax or any one of those, Marshmallow, he he can actually make exactly what they make. But, you know, like, as far as the, you know, the the urban world, they're not going to give us that, but they paid them really well. But we same thing with Sonny. They pay decent. You know what I'm saying? But it's a blessing because we do music and we get paid to do something like as a passion. That's why it's like, I try not to never complain about anything. And you know, as much, as much headache as it could be, I'll sit in here. And my girl can tell you that and be like, man, man, you go through that. I'm like, yeah, it pissed piss me off for right then. But then like I'll just sit in the house and I think, bro, I can easily be making $10 an hour. Yeah what's going to be would make you more mad making 10 dollars an hour doing music doing something like people would want to see and i get to see all these different cities i get to see the back end of the production i get to hang out with some of the coolest people in the world i can't complain you know what i'm saying i really can't i i, I pray every night that i'm like i'm blessed that i'm in this
0: position to be here yeah it can always be worse bro and that's the thing is like you got to really want it to do this because it it is not easy and the mm-hmm. money's not always there and a lot of headaches and being a manager sometimes is like being a babysitter or like being a big brother like you said or a big sister <laughs> or whatever but right yeah it, and not it is a dirty game, it's a pretty yeah. dirty, game, but like as long as you i think one thing I tell people sometimes is like as long as you know that, you're gonna be okay it's like mm-hmm. when you when you pretend like it's not a dirty game, then you get caught off guard, you know what i mean
1: right you, you really do, Yep. Yeah. it's like a lot of sleepless nights and you know, then you actually have to have a support system because, you know, like now everybody wants to have like a girlfriend or a boyfriend and get married and this and that, but you have to have a significant other that's willing to deal. Like last night, I came home at 5.45 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I I left the house at like 11 a.m. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, like, she don't know what the hell I'm doing, you know, but I don't like, I don't want to come home and hear what well, girl you was with all that? I- Man, bro, I wasn't with no girl. I'm actually in here doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have a support system even for home because you know, like just doing this all day, you need relaxation. We don't know. We don't, I don't, like we don't have work hours, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I might get a call at, even though I, I really try now, like I think I settled on myself in the game, I really try not to answer my phone at 3, 4 in the morning. But, you know, sometimes you have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, like Shit, you might have a client that want to—the ones that's in a position to have it. If they want to get a private jet, they're going to call you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then they don't want to hear excuse, hey, bro, I can't make yo make that shit happen. You know what I'm saying? Because any, if you—the thing about music, especially dealing with high end clients, they always feel like it's a way to get it done, no matter what. A lot of people don't understand that, like, a lot of people don't understand, like, the headaches me and you probably have to go through just to, just to get an artist from Atlanta to L.A. for a show. Like, bro, do you know I had to get this this flight? Oh, what's wrong with that? He missed the first one.
0: <laughs> yeah, first one and the second
1: one. The, the first one and the second one. And then it's like, bro, all right, this third flight is X, Y, and Z, and it's a middle seat. Well, guess what? Who wants to sit in the middle seat? So you have to find a way to sit up there. Like, bro, I got it, It's it, A lot of people don't know. Just even moving them around is a headache. But, you know, we can't let that be known or let that be seen. No. Nah.
0: No, you got to be the
1: bad guy. Yeah, you, you always got to be the bad guy. Even when it comes down, like, you know what? Like, sometimes I have to be the bad guy when we get placements in, in, in the paperwork, to, you know, because they... is really... You have to be the bad guy to make sure they get paid when they send out this stuff cuz I know you know you can get you can get a placement if you sit up there and let it slide it'll be 6 7 months before the label even pay the invoice or longer right so you have to sit up there either you or the lawyer has to be the dickhead to them and be like yo bro like what's going on this song is out like why haven't we got paid you know what I'm saying?
0: This song is old. Why have we not got paid?
1: Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think things are get Like, I have some good lawyers on my side, like Scott Sanders, Krentz. You know, you of course, you know, Krentz out there in New York. You know, um, Jay rolls out here in Atlanta. They really push the button, like, to make sure, like, we get paid either before or immediately after the song gets paid. Like, we work out our splits. We work out our terms. And, you know, like, I push them to make sure these guys get paid because... One thing about a producer as well, they don't want to see the song streaming and doing numbers and they haven't even got an advance yet. You know, they know when the, the mechanicals and the royalties gonna come, but they, yo, know, bro, didn't we work out X, Y, Z on this advance? Yeah, we did. Bro, it, you know, he number 23 on the charts right now, where my money at? You know what I'm And you gotta fight that part. But like I said, especially with the guys like that, got, it's all fun. Like, I, I feel like it. And then, like, I know, like, I, like, and I tell a lot of people, find you some passion outside of music if you do this full time, too. A lot of people don't pick up on that
0: issue. That's, I mean, hey, bro, I'm going to say this. I'm going to end with that because we got to wrap it. But then you should, we should talk again, like, in a month and pick it up. Yeah. But you're right because, you, man, like, people people think music is all fun and games and that you just listen to music for fun. Like, I do not listen to music for fun all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, something do. Like I try to listen to an album for fun every now and then, and I will. But like, people have this perception that like, all me and you do is like laugh and have fun and listening to music. It's like, bro, I need something else for.
1: <laughs> no, to close it out, I'm gonna put you on something, bro. My girl put me on this. She did this thing called the float therapy.
0: It's amazing. You Google right. it. What is it? Float therapy. Float? It's like yeah. I, I. Yeah, I think I heard of that actually
1: man it's so amazing bro it's an hour in this big i don't know what it is they put a bunch of water in there and they put a bunch of salt in there and your body actually floats on the water and they got the lights going and you just meditate and go to sleep get out clear your mind your muscles your body's not so anything you'd be ready to go again
0: hell yeah all right man well hey where where should i know some people listening are like aspiring artists managers producers like I'm gonna tell them to hit you on Instagram. Why don't you share your Instagram real quick?
1: Yeah, my Instagram is at Lil Woe. And you spell woe, W, O is an opportunity, A is an Apple, H is in home. That's my that's my I G. At Lil Wo. L-I-L-W-O-A-H. I've responded all my on my uh my DMs too. Whether it's some BS or not, i give you I, I'll give you some feedback. <laughs>
0: all right, hell yeah. All right, well thanks, bro. I'll talk to you I'm, soon. All
1: right, appreciate it.
0: is 1.37 p.m. Own Your Future. Start This Minute. 1.37 p.m. is a Gallery Media Group original production.